What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It's Wednesday, May the 20th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And, uh, and we do have a few things to discuss today. The sports world always giveth something, right? So we don't have to scrounge at all times, looking for anything, um, because uh, something always pops up. We've had two stories pop up in the last hour, so obviously we will discuss those. The Brown Yeti jumps in on YouTube. He said, what's up? What is up, my friend? Absolutely. Anybody that wants to jump in on the chat, Matt is already in as well. YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or Twitch, all the chats are up. They will all pop up in the bottom left of the screen if you're watching on your TV, watching on your browser, watching on whatever. Uh, it'll all be right there. So anything that you say can and will be used against you on this show. Uh, just, to, just to make sure that you know what's happening. It's all going to pop up there, and there are no takebacks. So whatever you put up there is going to be there for life. Uh, Michael jumps in on Twitch. He said, sup, fellas? Yeah, I love the chat group, man. I'm, I'm so thankful that you guys jump in every day. We do appreciate it. Uh, everybody else, go over to winningcureseverything.com. We've got a store over there. We've got all kind of different stuff, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. Anything that you can subscribe to is over there on the uh, on the website. It's very easy to find, very, very easy to navigate. You, uh, I think you will appreciate it if you like this show. So go make sure you are subscribed at any of the video locations or any of your favorite podcasts. Do the damn thing. The show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six wonderful sports books. They are not all open yet, but they are getting that way. And you can find more information over at tunicatravel.com. All of their sports books will be open within the next week. I would venture to say it will, it will be a good thing for you to go to the website. It's got all the information on when everything's opening. Tunicatravel.com is the place to go. We will be back down there uh, hopefully very soon. Hopefully very soon. That's one of mine and Chris's favorite places to go 
have a drink, gamble on whatever the hell is on, and we will uh, continue to do that as quickly as uh, as they will let us. So let's uh, let's dive into today's topics. McKenna jumps in on Facebook, said, Happy Hump Day, boys. That's right. We have made it through half the week. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, wife is still sick. The boy is back here now, and he's uh, he's asleep in the crib, and I'm I'm solo dadding it today. So it is uh it's a rough go of it. Uh, first topic on the show today: Alden Smith, a name you hadn't heard in a long, long time, is back in the NFL. He was reinstated. He was on a conference call with Roger Goodell as of last night, and today he was in the virtual. Uh, camp, I guess it's called. Uh, they are, you know, they're rolling through it. The Cowboys have got him in. They signed him to a deal that could potentially cost them $4 million after incentives. If he doesn't make the 53-man roster, they're going to be on the hook for $440,000. Look, he hadn't played since 2015. But the reason that they brought him back in, uh, let's see, Jim Tomsula, with the 49ers. That is when Alden Smith was an absolute wrecking ball, is when Tomsula was with the 49ers. He had 47 and a half sacks in 59 games. That's absurd. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, now, Nick Carr jumps in on Periscope, said Alden Smith won't play 10 more games in his career. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, obviously, he's got connections to the coaching staff in Dallas. He... You know, he's got a connection with Mike McCarthy through a gym in, in L.A. where he was working out. Everything says that he, you know, is is back in the best shape of his life, which you always hear that. It's super cliche. I get that. I don't know. I mean, he, he hadn't played since 2015. This game has changed drastically in the last five years. Chris, give me your thoughts on this. Is this a good move for the Cowboys to bring him back? I mean, is it, it like $440,000 isn't anything. But, you know, I understand taking a flyer, but, but what do you think about this? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's a free contract. So, I mean, you're taking a shot in the dark, and it costs you nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it costs you nothing. If he doesn't make your roster, then you don't worry about it. If he makes the roster, then he can bring value to the team, and he's on a super prove-it contract. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely super prove it. Uh, a lot of the incentives that they have in here. Um, now, oh, by the way, they're also talking about the return of uh, second round pick Randy Gregory, who was suspended from the league indefinitely in February 2019. Um, you know, you you get guys like that in there. The defense could be could be pretty crazy if everything goes according to plan. Michael jumps in on Twitch. Not a bad idea to kick the tires. Cost him absolutely nothing. He could be a situational pass rusher. If he busts or arrested, who cares? Yeah, I think I think this is an easy call. Like obviously, if you got if he gets reinstated, which he did, and obviously there were hurdles they had to jump through to get that, but he was reinstated. He's back in the league. He's in the good graces right now. I think this is easy. I mean, this guy you had not seen anybody like him in forever when he came on the scene with the 49ers. He goes over to the Raiders. He's still a wrecking ball, but he couldn't stay out of trouble. That's kind of my question. He's been out of the league for so long. Can he stay out of trouble now? You know, we'll see. Uh, McKinnon said it's one thing to be out a year, but five years is a big damn gap. That's hard to make up the difference. Yep. Uh, great I'm contract. Very curious to, to see if he can play or not. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gomez said Dak walks. Jerry gives up numbers 
Uh, two to three number ones for Aaron Rodgers. Amazing how if the Cowboys uh, are okay, but it's... Oh, if it's the Raiders or Steelers, the narrative changes slightly. I don't think that's the case in this situation. I think any team... At, let, let's leave out the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, it Any team that would have signed him, I think it would have been the same thing. Like, do you feel that way? I, what, I don't understand the, the comment. I don't... I don't Maybe like I the Steelers either. get away with signing a guy like this, and it's fine. But the Cowboys sign him, and it's trouble. And see, that's it's so he said. Dak walks, and Jerry gives up two to three number ones for Rogers. Amazing that's how two different. They're he making two different arguments. Okay, yeah, and that's let let's let's stay on topic for this. Let's so it let's say it was the Raiders or the Steelers or whoever that brought him back. Well, I mean, I don't think there'd be any change. Like, I think the narrative narrative would still be the same, right? Yeah, I mean it. I do think Dallas gets more criticism than everybody else, but there's a reason they have another player coming off suspension and they're hoping to get reinstated as well. This is kind of a common thing for the for the for the Cowboys, or it used to be. I don't know that it has been in a long time, but anybody who's old enough to love sports now remembers the nineties when they were great, but they were leading the world in arrest. Well, and Michael said, didn't they have people babysitting Dez? Like, why can't they do the same thing yes. here? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, you you hire a security guy, you keep him They were the guys him. that brought in Greg Hardy. I mean, they 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 tend to take chances on – it's one thing to take a chance on a head case, a guy that's, you know, an idiot or a problem in the locker room, stuff like that. Lots of teams will do that. There, there aren't all 32 teams willing to take a chance on somebody with – With these major, kind of records. Yeah, with with major issues. Yeah, uh, with violence Steph- issues. Yeah, say no, that hundred percent because the Cowboys don't care. They no. do, drugs, they do alcohol, care. everybody, all thirty two will take a chance on that. Any type of violence issue whatsoever, there's half the league has you off the board, and they're not touching you. Yeah, uh, Matt said. Hopefully, he's kept his conditioning and strength up. I, I mean, that's, yeah. they say he has. I mean, it, the biggest thing is five years is a long time. Yeah. Oh, to not to not be and you say well he doesn't have the miles it's not it you haven't been hit but you've also haven't hit anybody in five years yeah that's that's offensive linemen ain't blocking the way they used to just everything is 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 evolved in the the way the game is and it's just faster it's yeah. faster yeah. now than it's ever been oh a hundred percent I mean offenses are played differently like I, I don't know that he'll be able to get off the ball the same way I mean who knows but it it's worth a shot. It's obviously yes, worth it's a, a free. It's a free shot. It costs you nothing to take the shot. Lane Stapp Gaming jumps in. He said, what's up? Absolutely. We want to welcome in as many people as possible. And Michael said, uh, oh, McKinnon said, the game is easily three times as fast as it was back then. Michael said, I'm surprised the Pats didn't sign him. This is the Belichick special. I that's, think that's But the that's case. not true, Michael. That's somebody no. who doesn't know the Patriots. Bill Belichick never, ever, ever, Robert Kraft just doesn't go after criminals. If you have any violence whatsoever in your background, you are gone. Remember when the Aaron Hernandez stuff came out? He wasn't even arrested yet. It was just the accusation that they were considering arresting him, and he was immediately cut from the team instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lane like, Step Gaming. Like, they just they don't do criminals. They'll, I mean, if you, uh, drugs, alcohol, things like that, they'll rehab people all day long. Head cases, all day long. Criminals, no. As soon as as soon as the uh, the the Antonio Brown stuff happened, immediately gone. cut, yeah. gone. It's because they would they'll take Antonio Brown if he's just a head case, and they That's feel right. like the culture can can help fix him and lead him in the right direction. Yeah. The other stuff outside of football, 
Yep. Hey, we're not messing with that. Lane Stapp Gaming said, never heard of Alden Smith. Um, yeah, and he said, Kraft doesn't go after criminals. Just ask Antonio Brown. Uh, never heard of Alden Smith. Just go look up his stats. He was unfriggin' believable. He was drafted in 2011, played up until 2015, and got suspended from the league. And this will be the first time he's gotten a chance back in in forever. Um, yeah. Matt said, can we talk about the 2007 Florida Gators? They had a murderer, racist, and a thief all led by a preacher. Like, yeah. that's. I mean, I think that's what made that team work, honestly. If they didn't have a, a, a player leader like that, I mean, I think that locker room would have been bananas. Bananas. Anyway, let's uh, let's dive off of Alden Smith. I want to jump into uh, something that's, that's college-related, I guess you could say. Uh, the player doesn't play for anybody as of right now, but... Oregon signee, now he, he's not with the program anymore, but Luke Hill was arrested on eight different charges. He's a, he was a cornerback signee and a major, major talent. They expected him to help uh, shore up that defense this year. He was going to contribute pretty much immediately. Um, and then th- this whole thing happens. Now, I think they got wind of this, and obviously Oregon cut ties with him back, you know, February, I guess it was. Uh, I think he signed in December, and they they just said, "I, right, you know, we're going to let you out of this. We're not going to be able to take you." These are the eight charges: attempted loaded handgun on. That's a weird. I, I thought I read that different. Attempted loaded handgun on person. Oh yeah, yeah, handgun on person, possession of a firearm by a minor, use of an assault weapon, use of a firearm, attempted first degree murder, reckless endangerment and first-degree assault. Um, Now, this is in Maryland. This is, I mean, crazy. Cristobal said today uh, he was informed earlier this spring that he would not be a member of our program. Uh, This stuff happened in June. How in the world did nobody know anything about this? Or or do you think that college programs, because Oregon wasn't the only one after him, do you think that people just... Eh, we'll recruit him, and if something happens, then we'll we'll cut him. But until then, I mean, he's too talented not to take. Do you think that's what happens in these situations? I, I honestly have no idea. I mean, I know in the criminal world, in, in like the the trial world, that like yeah, you can you can commit a crime, and I mean, it does take almost a year sometimes to get you into trial. You have the right to a a speedy trial, but you don't always want to take that right. I, I have several friends that are attorneys and many a times they will push continuance, push and push and push things back because they want from what you did to when you're actually on trial of it to be so far apart that witnesses have their story a little mixed up. They get confused. They forget one detail. You drive home on that detail now you've you've broken the credibility of that person, so their whole testimony is taken out. I mean, it there's a reason you push these things back in the in the trial situation. And our courts take just a long time. I have no idea about the news of it or how how that all got out. Did the schools know that this was a possibility? There is a level of innocence until proven guilty. But if if you some of these crimes, like you know, these people did it, okay? Like, you know, the the robberies that happened with the NFL guys, like 
we all know they did it yeah. because they were at the party. They didn't show up at the party masked and rob the place. They were there and then decided to rob it. Like, we know it happened. And McKinnon, there's, there's, McKinnon you know, jumps in with a very interesting point here. He said the gun charges aren't surprising in Maryland. They're one of yeah. the hardest states on gun control. They've been yep. known to twist a lot of things on any charges regarding firearms, so the university could have very well waited to see if it was true or not. That would go. make sense. That so, does, And also now our, our court system does a whole lot of, at the end of the day, we know one of the charges is this kid had a gun, okay? Right. So they turned that into four of the charges. Right. Is... You know, it, that, because that, of his age, because of everything else, because he was. Yeah, you 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 you, know. you continue to put the gun in these different boxes, and and now we've got instead of one charge, dude, gun, that's a charge. Now we have four different charges because we're going to drill home on all of them. Yeah, yeah. Now you're right. This is uh, it's pretty crazy. It was it was a interesting thing that popped up because obviously. Super talented kid. This happened last June. You would have to think that this kind of thing gets around in circles, right? Hey, this kid got arrested. He had all this stuff happen uh, even before, and, and, he, and he played last year, like for his high school. So, you know, that kind of stuff is, it, it's, it, it was very strange to me that they went ahead and signed the kid and everything, and then I guess they found out you know, come February, hey, something more serious is going to come down the line. Um, we're not going to be able to to keep you on campus. Now, other programs, I wonder if they would have just kept them. You know, that's that's what goes a little crazy. Um, Matt said, goes to East Mississippi Community College, then bounces out to a D1 school. Yeah, that's a, typically what these last chance you things are all about, right? <laughs> all right, we'll, uh, we'll hop off of that one. Let's dive into... Uh, a little more of this uh, COVID nineteen stuff. Now we don't we don't like to spend a whole lot of time on it, but um, there's a coronavirus cluster that is slowing construction at Bryant Denny Stadium. Now this became a, a huge story online. Uh, it started with just a few people, right? And it was you know whatever this this whole thing popped on Monday, and then on Monday it was like four people, and they went through they've been going through all the proper protocols all this kind of mess and now that we've gotten to Wednesday there's more than 10 people that have tested positive and people around it think that the number is insanely higher so there's fear that there's going to be a ton more positive tests on the site so the issue becomes at what point you know and I, i've heard that they've been having some of the same problems in Vegas where they're working on the big um, Allegiant Air Stadium. At what point, like, can you possibly just not worry about this construction stuff until it's safer to go back? Like, I understand going through all the proper protocols, all that kind of mess, but, I mean, you were working around people all the time in construction. It's just tough to to stop something like that, right? Especially with a big, big team that's working on a gigantic project but these facilities, I mean, as long as you got the field built, we're not going to have fans in the stands, right? At least not a hundred thousand. So I don't, I I don't mean, know about it, that. Uh, you you think we're going to have? Uh, well, okay, we did talk about this a little bit the last couple of days, didn't we? Like you yeah. you think NFL might just say, 
have at it. Whoever wants to come the, in. I think the NFL is going to open it up. There was there was a report from a dude on Twitter today. I have no idea the validity of it, but he says the uh, athletic director from Ohio State says he believes that they can get at least twenty to thirty thousand. Oh yeah, that's in that's their state. yeah a real story. Yeah, CBS Sports uh, uh, reported so, that. So you know, I'm 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 I mean I don't know you know I I think I think we're gonna go. I really do think we're gonna go forward. And we're just gonna try this thing out. the The problem is is how is it weird that. There are tons of people in other industries that are working alongside one another, but in the construction world, in these two places, it's getting really bad. That's that, see, that's, that's what doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, do you think it has anything to do with testing, like the availability of tests? No, because I don't think the, I'm going to tell you this: these people in the construction world aren't going and getting tested unless they're sick. Yeah, no, that's true. That, that's I. Those are I work with those people. Okay. Yeah. That they're not just. Oh, I wonder if I got it. Let me go get tested to see if I can help the numbers, kind of folks. That they go to work and they don't not work until they don't feel to they. And, and this is the problem with those type of people. Also, they're hardworking folks. They don't take days off. Yeah, they're so just gonna work. They're not it. feeling great. They're bringing their ass in. This is not one of those situations where you know. I got it and I don't have any symptoms. They could easily have symptoms and they're still going to work because yeah. that's who they are. And, and I know that that's a selfish thing. I know that that's not what we want from the people in the world right now, but you're not convincing the people that know how to do these jobs to be different than how they've been their entire life. They don't know any other way about it. Just pull themselves up by bootstraps kind of guys and, so, so that's how it's going to spread. It's just going to keep yeah. keep doing it. And I, mean, I, don't, that's, that's, I, I just don't know why these places are enigmas because those same people going to work, they're also the ones for their families going to the grocery store because mom and kids are yeah. at home isolate. I think this, like, I, I'm, we try and, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as anybody. Uh, we try and look at like a broader picture and then try and specify it. I mean, sometimes in a situation like it may just be the luck of the draw. We might have just had one guy that caught it that gave it to everybody else, and it just happened to blow up. I find up. it very weird, too. Now, I don't know what these people are working on in Alabama, but it's a stadium construction expansion. jobs are not people right on top of one another. That's just no, not how no. construction's done. I mean, it is a place of massive social distancing. Unless it's a road crew done by a government company where you got 19 people standing around holding each other's dicks and three guys working – then every other job in the construction business it, that you don't have to be told to social distance. Those people aren't working around one another. Nobody's yeah. touching anybody. You're four feet away from me, five feet away from me holding the pole. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. What they're doing in, in Tuscaloosa is uh, they're limiting or, or bringing back the number of seats. I think it's coming from 101,000 back down to like 96, that something like that. And they're building like some massive VIP area, for the boosters and they're, you know, all that kind of mess. It's they're, they're putting in more video screens. They're putting, you know, whatever, it's just making it fancy, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it's not anything that's super important, but they want to have it done by football season. So it is what it is. Uh, let me jump into the comments real quick. Joseph said, isn't the NCAA changing its policy on allowing other schools to know of the crimes or the reasons for expulsions and violent crimes against other students, even if it's settled outside of court? Uh, yes, that was changed five, six years ago. 
Um, Those are NCAA rules. Though. This yeah. happened before the kid got into NCAA. So yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't know that those apply here. So uh, Big Ed said, "Go Tigers." Um, just wanted Appreciate to toss that it. in for you. Hey, suck. <laughs> uh, Matt said, "Are they making the Saban Shrine bigger?" Uh, yes, yes, they are. As a matter of fact, uh, Joseph said, "I work for a pharmaceutical company, and they are not in a hurry to have people back in the office. Take that as a recommendation." Yeah, I, I mean, I work for a university. It's the same thing. So we're all just we're all just waiting to see what happens. Uh, Lane Staff Gaming said, I understand working on the stadium is important, but uh, with this COVID-19 outbreak, like delay it at least after this is over, even if it's during the season or next offseason. And that's that's kind of what I was getting at. But Oh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think the actual construction is important by any stretch. Dude. I'm just telling you about the people that are, if you're hired to do the job, they're going to show up and do the job. 100%. Like if you don't you, tell them to not come to work. You, you have to there. tell them to not come to work because they're coming. Yeah. Uh, McKinnon said, since we're only covering a few small topics, care to weigh in on the new info coming out about the uh, DAC? Nope, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> because I hadn't gotten to dig into it, and I don't think there's a whole lot of stuff. So uh, Matt said, a lot of places are implementing temperature screenings. You uh, show a fever, you're sent home, everyone around you is tested. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that on construction sites in Alabama. I think that's the problem. Um, nope. At some places we'll do it, but uh, not there. I don't know. Uh, Michael said, hell, even if they are sick, they're not getting tested. My dad was in construction his whole life. If you don't work, you don't get paid. That's their mentality. Look, I, had, I worked at a warehouse when my daughter was born 14 years, well, almost 15 years ago. Uh, it didn't matter if I was sick or not. Like, my paycheck depended on me being there. There were no sick days. There's no sick leave. There's no nope. vacation, no nothing. It is you get paid for what you work. I mean, I was 22 years old. Like, I had to have money. You know, if if I if the girl I was with didn't have a job, like we were screwed if I didn't go to work. So I get it. Um, Matt said they were uh, they were sharing the whiskey bottle. Eh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it in Tuscaloosa. Um, Can Corona live in whiskey? <laughs> man, I really hope not. <laughs> Matt said it's uh, it's a better time to do the work. Less people out to knock out the construction. Plus, these guys cannot many times afford to miss work. Yeah, exactly what we're talking about. Uh, McKinnon said, that's my girl, Sook, and McKinnon said, fair enough. Uh, McKinnon, I promise if you come back tomorrow, we will talk about Dak Prescott. I've got it written down. We will discuss it. So, but I am solo dadding today, so I ain't got time. <laughs> but we'll get into it, I promise. Uh, let's go ahead and dive on to the last issue of the day. The NCAA has approved voluntary workouts starting June 1st. So, kids can go back to their athletic departments, start working out there. Now, part of it, this is really smart. If gyms are opening up in different parts of the country, I think it's probably better that they go to their school or their football programs uh, gym and work out there as opposed to just a regular public gym. You got more safety protocols in place at the university than you would anywhere else. Um, Matt said, I love that. The mandatory voluntary workouts. They've called it voluntary workouts. Chris and I were talking about this before we went on the air. Um, It's really funny because when is the last time you heard of kids not showing up for summer workouts? You know, we talked about it for the last two months, how important it is to get in your summer conditioning. But here's the thing. That cannot be a mandatory thing from the school. So, technically... Kids should be able to just skip whatever workouts they want to in the summer and it not be that big of a deal. But if you do, 
probably ain't going to play. Chris, what were your uh, what were your thoughts on this opening back up on June 1st? I, mean, I disagree with that. They're not going to play. If Trevor Lawrence said, no, man, I'm not, I'm not coming to this workout. It's, it's not mandatory. I'm not coming. You think he's not going to play? I, I think some kids. If Devavion Clowney said he ain't coming, you're not going to play? You crazy? <laughs> no, you, you, you got a point there. There are some people that would play no matter what. I just want to know what a mandatory workout would look like. What would you take from them? Well, you can't find, they don't have contracts. How do you have something be mandatory if there are no contracts? Because their scholarship, while a contract, is not based on performance. I mean, that's, a, yeah, that's a valid point. Now, there are mandatory workouts during the season and during fall camp, but that's when classes are going on. No, but even then, how do, what if, what if somebody didn't do it? What are you going to take from them? What are you going to do? Now, yes, if you're a friend's player, can you lose your scholarship? Sure. If you're a friend's player, can you not get starting plot? Yeah. But if you're a great player or you're just the regular starter, maybe not an elite player, but it's a position where you if you if you help the team win, you're going to play. Uh, let's see. Lane Stapp Gaming said, I get you want players to work out at their facilities, but you never know when a player may have the coronavirus. And you got, you got to agree with me on that because whatever you're doing, you never know who has it. True, but they all have... these colleges just won't control of these kids. That's it. Yeah, they yeah. won't control. The reason they spend sixty thousand dollars a night for them to stay in a hotel room for home games, talked about a couple of days ago, is is strictly because of control. Yes. That's it. I want to know where you are, who you're talking to, what you're doing at all hours of all times. Yes. Now, in in some of these bigger college towns, Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, etc., like the night before a game, it's probably better. To go to a hotel, in all mm-hmm. honesty, with the amount of family and whatnot that's coming in, the amount of people that are going to be on campus and whatnot, uh, it's probably better for the kids to be able to get away from their dorms. But, uh, you know, staying in a hotel on a Monday night, the game the night before you got a game at Akron on... So, so we know, have these at, billion-dollar facilities, and we don't have anywhere that we could just have these kids stay there? I mean, a lot of times, I mean, they're not building dorms in the football programs, like... But they have sports dorms. The reason they're not building them again is because we already have football dorms. Right, but they, but the the way that it was done uh, in, in the past 20 years or so, uh, this has to do with Title IX. This has to do uh, – it's not equal opportunity. But, like, not just athletes can stay there. So they have to allow everybody into these dorms. So it, that's, that's why it changes things up. Like, I think it was probably easier back in, you know, 70s, 80s. Uh, once you got into the late 90s, you know, early 2000s, and then it started changing over because all the rules got changed on what you could and could not do for football only, right? Which is crazy because, like, the football building, only football players can go in. Like, those are the only ones allowed in. However, when it comes to living arrangements and whatnot, you can't specify, well, only football players can live here. And even then, a lot of them choose not to do that. So and you can't really. But that's make them their choice. There. And if they're grown up enough to make those decisions, then they can be grown up enough to not get into craziness before a game. Oh, I I agree with you on that part. I agree with you on that part. Uh, Matt said when we had voluntary workouts, the coaches had one guy communicate back to the team and then communicate who was there. So, yeah, I, but I think Matt. I mean, you got to admit it's a little different for like track as opposed to football, right? I don't think track coaches are nearly as controlling. As football coaches. Like, maybe I'm wrong on that. McKinnon said, uh, with the workouts on June 1st, it would appear they're preparing to start the season on track with the proposed start dates from different conferences. Yeah, they're they're starting it up August 29th. I mean, the, yeah, they're, I, they're preparing to run. Yes. 
Uh, ben said, kick him off the team. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. No, not some, a lot of these guys, no. Absolutely. And uh, actually, none of them, I don't think they'll kick him off the team for missing a workout or whatever. Uh, but in, in some of them, I mean, there will be consequences for missing whatever. Uh, just, there, there wouldn't be a single consequence for an elite player. Uh, to miss a, a voluntary workout? Or, well. Or I mean, a mandatory a workout, workout, yes. but No, there wouldn't. No, there wouldn't. Like, man, guys missing team meetings and stuff. You've never heard of guys getting, like, uh, you didn't oh, you were going to bench you for the first or... series. Yes, I've, I've absolutely seen that in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's right. You're not the starter this week against against North Iowa, okay? You're you're not. We're, we're going to bring <laughs> yeah. in Kent State. We're going to beat the hell out of them, but you lose the right to be the captain, and you're not going to start. So you're going to sit out the first series, and then you're going to get your ass in there and you're going to play. Exactly. Then then we're going to get in and we're score four touchdowns, and then you got to sit back on the bench. Uh, Joseph said, schools see Tom Brady out there practicing, and they're going in. It probably has a lot to do with it. Uh, Matt said, if you're top dog, you get to talking to, but if you're fighting for the spot, uh, the coach will go with the people who showed up. Plus, if you don't get your oh, body ready. 100%. We're not, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But my question is, is, that doesn't mean mandatory then. If, if one guy can miss and others can't, then it's not mandatory. And my thing is, is what do you do if it's mandatory? Uh, Michael said they want to control them and keep them out of trouble. It's the same with the NFL. And the mm, NFL is the different. NFL has zero. They don't even try to control their players. Yeah, I mean, in, in the because, NFL because they're adults. They're they're you're under your control is your yeah, contract. You're a professional. Like the NFL, yeah, you'll get fined if you it's, get it's in trouble. It's tied to your paycheck. It's tied to your livelihood in the NFL. In college, they just want to control people to because they like to tell them what to do. I mean, it's really the only reason why they do 80% of what they do. 100%. Uh, McKinnon, and it's not for the benefit of the kid or the safety of the kid because all these kids aren't assholes. No, no it, it has to do with idiots. the program. Like, it, it's it, it's part of uh, the building a culture thing that you hear from coaches all the time, all that kind of mess, right? Uh, McKinnon jumped in on what I was talking about with the dorms. Uh, I believe no more than 60% of a dorm complex can hold athletes, according to the NCAA now. So... And that, that's not just NCAA, that's, uh, uh, that's across the board, just universities across the country. Um, I just want to know, what, I, I want to know the purpose of that rule. Um, it was, it, it's something to do with equal opportunity. Like they, but, but hang on, if these guys play football and their sport brings in the most amount of money, they're not equal to the gymnastics. No. They're not equal to the baseball guys. No, I heard uh, just, uh, Bubba Cunningham... Not. The, uh, the athletic director from North Carolina was discussing this, uh, and he was discussing the name, image, likeness stuff, right? And, and he said on the, I think it was the Audible podcast with uh, Bruce Feldman and Stuart Mandel, he said that he was not in favor of the name, image, likeness thing because if you go back and look at the valuation of the scholarships that these players get in football and basketball, men's football, men's basketball, it is astronomical. I mean, it is hundreds of thousands of dollars, the stuff that they get. And he said, I would be more in line with, and he said the reason that college football and college basketball is different than the NBA and the NFL is because everybody gets the same thing. Everybody gets the same. You are part of a team. You all get the same stuff. And now we know that that's not entirely true because of all the the under-the-table stuff, but he brought this up and said um, it had to do with um, like the the NCAA football game with EA Sports, stuff like that, he was totally in favor of. Because then everybody gets their name, image, and likeness, whatever, on the game. They all get paid the same thing for it. 
And yes, give that money to the kids. I got no problem with that. But when it's when you start trying to build brands and stuff like that, then it becomes an issue. That, that was his whole. Whatever. But what's the issue? Uh, the issue is that the NCAA doesn't want uh, players to unionize to be able to to better a contract or, or whatever. So you you get how it is. I mean, but it's, what if, we've but what if they didn't unionize? Times. What if what if it was just the only reason they would have to unionize if they if if you just hold them back. And yeah. you don't give them stuff. If they can go out and earn their own sc- money with their name, their image, and their likeness, then then what's the issue? I would like to know the issue. And that's at, go listen to the Audible podcast. I'm gonna send it over to you. It was it was a very interesting listen, but I mean it was like an hour long conversation. So I, I mean I didn't I didn't listen to every single second of it. But you know his his thought process was different, and it kind of surprised me. Like, it started off with, you know, I'm not a fan of this name, and I fully expected that. What I didn't expect was his reasoning behind it. And it, it was fairly interesting. I don't know that I necessarily agree with it, but it was at least interesting and informative nonetheless. Uh, Matt said, 18 to 22-year-olds that you have to tell not to eat laundry uh, detergent. Uh, ben said, they're soft. Uh, Matt said, the coaches can affect your draft status. That's true. Um, if you're not showing up for workouts and whatnot, that, that can hurt you in the draft. Yeah, but that's your but, but you that's, that's made your that decision to not show up. I'm not saying that people should not show up for these things, okay? Not saying that. I just don't like the idea that a school that's giving you no con you have no contract with them whatsoever can say anything is mandatory. It's yeah. a sport that you're playing for them and you're making them millions and millions of dollars. Uh, so McKinnon, if you decided said, to not show up, yeah. what are they going to do? Uh, Matt said, if you're the top dog, you're the leader. If you're the leader and miss workouts, then the second and third team guys are going to follow their leader. Then the team has no discipline and you fall apart. Uh, yes. But I just, I just want to know how you impose that. I, it's a good question because I don't have a, I don't have a good answer. I, and most of these kids wouldn't miss. They want to be there. They want to do this. It's, it's okay. It It's just one of those things where it looks like, yes, King, we we will we will show up for these mandatory things and bend the knee. I, the NCAA is given their approval, as if they have anything to approve or not approve. Yeah. If the state of Mississippi says you can come, and Ole Miss wants to have practice, Mississippi State wants to have practice, but the NCAA says, "Whoa, whoa, we don't want it yet. It's not safe yet." You know what? Blow me. Yeah. 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 I I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, Matt said, schools are for academics, not sports. You start favoring sports, then people don't come for academics. You lose grants, professors don't come, then no kids come to the school. Uh, McGinnis said, it's uh, it's all Title IX stuff. Michael said, yeah, schools are absolutely for academics, but those professors know that their salaries come from athletics. 100%. Uh, Matt jumped back. He said, the kids can be influenced by unions. Unions have been known to be crooked. Then they take advantage of the kids. And McKinnon closed that out and said, hell, I remember in college athletics briefings, they made a huge deal about if you do get a job at any point while you're a collegiate athlete, that business cannot advertise they hired you because you're an athlete or advertise you in any way relating to athletics. Yeah, this dives into the name, image, likeness thing, which we've been putting on the back burner for a while. We need to get Lynn Simon in here to discuss it now that you know some of this stuff has gone through. They're not voting on it for quite some time. Um, but... You know, I mean, I think it's January that they're doing that. Uh, and Matt brought up Mississippi had that graduate Harry Ascrack. <laughs> Tate Reeves was all about him. Who uh, who ended up signing him? <laughs> if anybody didn't pay attention to that, 
they snuck a, a fake name on the Mississippi governor that was reading out high school graduates, and they put the name Harry Azcrack in there. So, yeah. Um, Michael said, you can't enforce mandatory workouts, but these kids are there because they don't miss them. If they did, they wouldn't be at LSU or Bama, et cetera. Yeah, I think that's the truth. I mean, you bring in good character kids, or at least you you try to. Uh, or you bring in the majority of them, and then if you've got a good culture built with some really good kids, then you can take a chance on the kid that signed with Oregon or whatever, right? You can take a, a flyer on some of these talented but troubled kids and you try and get them to fall in line. It's the same thing that the Patriots were doing when they tried to bring in Antonio Brown, right? Same thing they did with Randy Moss, same thing they did with uh, Ocho Cinco, you know, all that kind of mess, right? Chad Johnson, that bunch. It When you've built a good culture... Chad Johnson and Ocho Cinco are the same person. I know, I know. I just, anybody that didn't know Ocho Cinco, I just wanted to... Specify. Is he going by Chad Johnson now? No, I don't, I don't know. It's irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Either way. Um, but that, that's, that's the point, right, is... Once you've built a good enough culture and you've got enough of those kids, that's all that irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. It's the NCAA giving permission, giving yeah. a blessing. Well, it's, it's giving a blessing. That I think is unnecessary. Well, it's it's giving a blessing because they had a moratorium to where nobody was allowed to go work out on campus, like regardless of what the state said, anything like that. Uh, ben said he's. I Johnson think there are higher him. officials that should be making those decisions than Mark Emmert. That's oh, that's all. I, I agree. Think. I agree. Uh, and it still comes down to the states as to whether or not you can get in. Yeah, uh, that's 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 but, that's why I find this ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I'm pushing back. Is is it's it's the NCAA. It has nothing to do with the teams and the players and kids not wanting to to show up for stuff or whatever. It's the NCAA granting us this almighty right because they are the keeper of all rules. They are the keeper of all things that are right. And we should just do what they say is allowed. Yeah. It's, it's kind of (laughs) Matt said the NCAA said bagels were fine for recruits, but no toppings. That's right. Yeah, they did. They did did say that. that. They that's, this is the organization we're talking to. Oh, you want cream cheese on that? Fuck yourself. (laughs) I think that's a really good way to close out the show today. Worked out pretty well. Uh, You guys have been fantastic, as always. I've got to go handle solo dad duty. So, we're going to go ahead and cut this one short today. Uh, We do appreciate everybody jumping in. Chris, another fantastic show. This worked out pretty well. We'll talk about Dak Prescott tomorrow just for McKinnon. We'll uh, we'll discuss the contract stuff that's going on, along with, I'm sure, something else that will break that will be interesting. And uh, and we'll be here to knock it all back out again. Remember, go check out tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is opening back up. The casinos are rolling again. You can get all the information at tunicatravel.com. You can get all the information on us at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed. Share out the show with your buddies. We would definitely appreciate the love there. Uh, you guys in the chat, you're always magnificent. We appreciate you more than you know. As always, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.